Hi, everyone. I'm Bill Nordstrom. Welcome to the program today. You know, I don't usually interrupt you in the middle of your week. I know this is technically not the middle of the week, but I've heard something that speaks deeply to my heart and I believe is timely for you, our listeners. On Saturday, May 16th, I uploaded our our recent podcast entitled A Future Covenant with Death and Hell. We looked in some detail at the uh, present conditions in the world that are leading up to a major political and spiritual shift in the Middle East, particularly Israel and her neighbors in the Arab world. Coalitions and alliances forming that will ultimately lead to an unprecedented peace for Israel, granted by a man who will emerge with significant influence— a recognition of what we believe to be Israel's holy covenant. And that's important. Not another peace agreement, but a holy covenant. Not a peace agreement that have held for limited amounts of time, uh, but a monumental peace agreement that will grant the covenant nations access to Temple Mount to begin animal sacrifices and construction of a temple. You know, there are, of course, many more details in the podcast itself dated as May 14th, 2021. So I do highly recommend you listen to that particular podcast. Later that particular Saturday, I was listening to a YouTube presentation of God's Foretold Work. Now, that's that's a YouTube program I often hear and sometimes participate in. My good friend Reggie Kelly was talking about current events in Israel and the increasing hostilities between Israel and Hamas, a conflict that some believe could lead to a war of a much more serious nature. Reggie had some important words to share relating to many of the events we had just spoken of in that particular podcast I just mentioned. Now, I I know Reggie was was just sharing from his heart a number of well-educated points relating to Bible scriptures relevant to this coming season that will have the intention of the entire world. However, in my hearing, I, I considered it as a significant prophetic word. After praying, I, I felt a release to share it with you. It carries significant insight into what will be required by not only Israel, but also the church of Jesus Christ in this season, a church I hold to be very unprepared for these times, nor understand the issue of covenant and the prophetic events that surround it. So I took some notes, and what I'm going to share with you is my take and ability to summarize the majority of what Reggie shared. Let me say clearly, please understand this. I am not prophesying. This this is my summary of what Reggie said, of what, what I consider to be a prophetically inspired word from the Lord. Nothing more, nothing less. So let me begin. Reggie says, seismic changes are coming in the Middle East that will be a prelude to a coming peace. Something is coming that will put the Arab world on its heels. What will that take? Maybe a regional war or perhaps threats of of something much bigger than that? 
another calm before the final storm, something in the near future that, you know, just won't blow over. We're in a continuous motion now, but I believe Israel has been continuously afflicted at their borders for so long, their tolerance is vanishing, their patience dwindling. Reggie says, I believe Israel will come out on top. But at the same time, this new confidence will also perhaps lead them to redouble their commitment not to make dangerous concessions to their Arab neighbors, as they've done in the past. There could come a regional war, or more than that results in a a calm, uh, literally a peace and a safety in which the nations are on board. So we must ask, what radical things have happened that will motivate Israel to connect to such an agreement, an alignment with this man who is soon to emerge? Imagine what follows. A relaxation of this incredible unease that's continued for decades. This time, it's not going to blow over. Something's underway. Big changes are on the way. Maybe it's not just a disarming false peace, but something much bigger than that, like a, like a conflict in which Israel does come out on top. Reggie then turns to the issue of the church, the present-day church. Let me proceed here. Death always precedes a resurrection. There are not many in the church, not in the church world, that see any reason to give up what they have. You know, the the ease of the church, the comfort, the entitlements. God knows he'll not come back without the necessary preliminaries of his word that are clear and distinct, the set times of God. We're looking at a transitional time between the present status quo and a time in the near future when Jews will have access and sacrifice on the mountain. That, my friends, is clearly a prophesied event that will lead to a heavenly time clock the church is warned to pay attention to. He says, This is a time to be led by the Spirit outside all those categories of religion and culture. God's demanding a leading by the Spirit as opposed to high and lofty religious ethics. The prophets of Israel so often would would upset and overturn the religious world of their day by doing the radical, the unforeseen, the unexpected, and, of course, the not very well received. Nevertheless, they were being led by the Spirit. There's a context that must be restored to the church. The prophets knew this. It's the issue of covenant, a covenant consciousness. World events today are are contrary to covenant. Do we even know the covenant? After all, God's dealing with a, a generation emerging that carry that mantle and mandate. A people of the covenant going against the ordinary and traditional. A position that will come with great offense. If we're right about the two days of Hosea 6, is it even possible in this or a soon approaching time for Jews to once again ascend Temple Mount? To begin a sacrifice of all things? Even now, the Orthodox community in Israel is seeking through legal measures, to once again regain access to the grounds of the Holy Mountain. 
There's a space on that 33 acres of land where it's believed the temple once stood and is to be restored. That proposition is not at all considered in the Arab community, clearly shown in Daniel chapter 11. The point here, Reggie says, the people of destiny are presently under a divine discipline, and that needs to be understood by the Church of Jesus Christ now more than ever. Without that understanding, the events in the Middle East will look convoluted and confusing. There is an ultimacy to the events. There is a requirement that must be recognized, especially by the church. The nations will mock, the mock, and and they'll dismiss, and they'll take great glee in Israel's suffering and what would appear to be their catastrophic outcome. But listen to what the prophet Ezekiel says, Ezekiel 38, 11. You will say, I will go up against the land of unwalled villages. I will go. I will go to a peaceful people who dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. Or how about Micah chapter 4, verse 11? Now also many nations have gathered against you who say, let her be defiled and let our eye look upon Zion. This is me speaking now. This is Bill speaking. We know that while the outcome looks catastrophic, God does intervene. That's why at the return of Messiah, Yeshua, he saves all Israel in a day. What a day that will be. A day at the end of this age. Meditate on the words that we've we've shared here today. Let them be a call to an awareness, a I like this, a holy sobriety that keeps our hearts laser focused on his word. And yes, the prophetic words of the prophets that are so in tune with the coming days. And don't forget to listen to the podcast on May 14th, 2021. That's called A Future Mideast Covenant with Death and Hell. If you listen to that, the words I shared here will become much more clear and uh, it, it'll bring more clarity to what we've been speaking about here today. So God bless each and every one of you. I'm Bill Nordstrom.